Good afternoon. It's Tuesday. It is time for Chatting with Jap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade, coming at you a little bit later than I have been recently, um, but still coming coming out to meet with you on Tuesday. So glad you're here with me today. Uh, we are going to talk about a little bit about biblical curriculum today, but first I'm going to give you the homeschool tip of the week, which is about affidavits and unsworn declarations. So if you're just getting started with homeschooling, or even if you've been homeschooling for a while and you are filing to homeschool, you drop off your paperwork at the school district. And the thing that tells the state what you're going to be doing is called an affidavit. And this year, we have the added option of choosing the unsworn declaration. The unsworn declaration is very similar to the affidavit. However, you do not need to get it notarized, which is super awesome. If you would like to get more information about either of these documents, please go to homeschoolpennsylvania.org. We have an affidavit and an unsworn declaration out there that you can use yourself. You can print it off, use what we have out there, and share it with others. It's a great option to have choices, and you can do whichever you choose. They are both absolutely legally acceptable. So, if you're going to start homeschooling, if you're continuing to homeschool, don't forget affidavit or unsworn declaration at the beginning of your school year or whenever you choose to pull your kids out of school. If you're deciding right now you want to do it, awesome. Go grab yourself a copy of the unsworn declaration or the affidavit and get started. There's lots of resources out there at homeschoolpennsylvania.org or chaponline.com to help you with that. Okay, so let's talk about curriculum from a biblical worldview. Recently... I get a lot of questions here. I see a lot of, I'm in a lot of homeschool groups on Facebook. I see a lot of questions and comments. And I've been seeing some folks get on that say, I'm Christian, but I want secular curriculum for my kids. And I'm going, what? (laughs) This doesn't compute in my brain. So I'm thinking, you know, why would they want to do that? Why would someone say they want to be a Christian, but use secular curriculum. I know, and I guess maybe there's a there's a possibility that they don't want some Christian focus forced upon history or or whatever. But the truth about curriculum, any curriculum, any curriculum is that it's written from someone's viewpoint. It's written from someone's perspective. If it's not Christian, then it's a you know, the opposite viewpoint. So it's it's always, it's written from perspective. So that's the first thing we have to realize. All curriculum has some kind of perspective, and you have to be aware of what that is. So secondly, uh, a lot of times we think that, you know, Christian curriculum could be a secular curriculum that you just throw a Bible class onto. You throw it on there, and you got yourself a Christian curriculum. You got your... Um, Bible thrown in there so you're covered and you're good to go. Now, that's not really a Christian curriculum. So, as Christian parents, we're teaching from a biblical worldview. That's where you view the world through a biblical lens. What does God say? How does what is what does God's word have to say about this issue? So, we are instructed as Christians to hold everything up to scripture, you know, compare it Take every thought captive and obedience to Christ. Like, you, you know, what is it that that we have encountered here? And, and how does that measure up to what scripture says to us? So 
And if you're working with certain curriculums, are going to have you working through a whole lot more stuff to get down to the bottom of stuff, to get to the truth than other curriculums. So I'm not quite sure why you'd want to choose a curriculum where you have to weed through so much stuff that doesn't add up to what you believe as a Christian. Um, and and that adding that kind of work on is just like, whew. And I can understand for senior high kids, like I've had senior high kids who take bio classes using books that teach you know, evolution and other things. And what I have happened in my past, in my boys' past, is that they've used those curriculums so that you know what others are being taught, you know what the world is saying, and you understand how to interact with that information, but from a biblical worldview. Uh, because that is what a lot of people are believing out there, and, and how does it compare to Christian beliefs. So it's good to be prepared, but you have to be wise. So biblical worldview learning, it puts God in as the author, puts him in as the authority in your life. He is the leader. It yields our ideas to the truth of the gospel and God's world word. So we, what well, when we learn, we learn through what it is, the truth that God spoke to us. So let me tell you a little story about myself. I grew up in a Christian home. We were always at church. We were in choir. We were in band. We were in committees. We were there almost every Sunday. We were there Wednesday nights. Um, but in my life, I knew Jesus was important. But for me, in my mind, he was an add-on. Really, is what it amounted to. I didn't realize this until later. But he was an add-on. It was kind of like throwing your Bible course onto a secular curriculum and saying, Hey, it's Christian. So, I, like I said, I believed in Jesus, I knew the importance of prayer, I knew the importance of Bible study, but faith was still, it was just an add-on to me. I did what I wanted to do, and I added Jesus in on Sunday, and practice on choir practice on Wednesday night, and called it good. So, fast forward a few years, I met my future husband, Steve. He's a researcher. Any of you guys out there know researcher types? Wow. <laughs> they get into the nitty gritty. And he was a skeptic when I met him. So, wow. So I was in for it. We had some serious discussions. He would ask me all kinds of questions about my faith. I couldn't answer them. I couldn't answer them. I was not prepared. I never once had to think my faith through. I never once had to defend my faith. I mean, I had friends who were snarky about it in high school just to be, you know, kind of push the buttons, but I never tried to engage them because I didn't know how. So in meeting Steve, that was the real beginning of my real life with Christ because I had to know what I believed and why I believed it. And uh, he challenged me. And that's when I, Jesus really took first place in my life then. That's when it started. So it wasn't immediate that I was, you know, doing things from a biblical worldview at that point. It took time. It took study. It took a willingness to yield what I wanted to do to what Christ wanted me to do. But more and more every day, I want to say every thought and every action because, you know, we're still sinful and we're still super selfishly focused. I am. Um... More and more, it's in the worldview of Christ being in charge, Christ being the head. Every minute of my days belongs to him. I realize this. My life belongs to him. Okay? He bought my life with his blood. I owe him my life because 
he paid my debt, right, for my sin. So with that mindset now, so Jesus' first biblical worldview, why would I not want Jesus to be in every moment of training my children? Why would I not want him in my education? Why would I not want him first, that biblical worldview first, as I'm training my children? Every minute of their lives belongs to Jesus as much as every minute of my life belongs to Jesus. So how could I possibly give my children a secular, secular education? Because we belong to Jesus. Uh, Jesus is not just an add-on. He is the head of the, remember I talked in the marriage, he's the head of the church. He's the head of us. He is our all in all. So the earth is the Lord's and everything is in it. That's Psalm 24 verse 1. We should be teaching our children from that point of view. Math is his. Think about the order in math. God lo loves order. He's a God of order. Language is his. History is his, right? It's his story. Science, which is an amazing thing. If you look at science from a biblical worldview, oh my word, it is so amazing. Science is so amazing when you think about it as God being the creator and that he made all this stuff work this way. I remember when I started first homeschooling my children and I was using curriculum that was from a biblical worldview. There was creation confirmation sections in it. It gave God the glory for things. I was so excited. I was so excited because I was like, wow, this is amazing. It just, the study of science just deepened my love for God and his awesomeness and his amazing, his amazingness so much. Why would you want to take that out of the education, your children's education? It just makes it that much more wonderful and amazing and enjoyable. So when God is in his rightful place in our lives, he's first, he's right there, right? We study and see how great are his works, thinking about science again, or even math, how math works. I know some of you just can't stand math, but you know what? Those who have done a lot of math, I've done a lot of math. It's amazing how that stuff works out. It's totally crazy town, but that is God, right? It's so cool. We can't help but be in awe of God and love him more and love him more deeply because we're enjoying learning from that biblical worldview of putting him first and giving him the glory for all these things. That's why it's important to teach from a biblical, biblical worldview. So thinking in these ways, how can I not share that with my children? You know, I have such joy in learning about the world, knowing that it belongs to God. How can I not teach them from that viewpoint and then teach them to treasure education and learning in that direction in the same way, you know, from God being the author of all things. So as a Christian parent who wants to raise believing children, our aim is to view everything through that lens of scripture, which is a biblical worldview. Train your children to do the same thing. So it's a lot for us who haven't done it before. We start to learn, but as we start to learn, we can train our children, then we all kind of grow together. So I was listening to Matt Walsh one day. He said, if education is not grounded in truth, it is useless. I absolutely agree. Education has to be grounded in truth. It's useless. So the truth is the word, right? Truth is Jesus. Truth is every word that God has put in scripture for us to read and learn. That is where education should come from. That's the lens through which we should do education. So Christian parents out there, I encourage you, be very careful of which curriculum you're choosing. Be very careful of the worldview 
that your curriculum is teaching, it does have a worldview. Okay, there's nothing that is not biased in some way, especially history. History is like super biased, depending on who wrote it, right? Of course, histories of wars are going to be totally different depending which side of the war you're reading the history from. So just be aware. Be aware and make sure that you are holding scripture up there too. You're holding everything up to scripture. And and that viewpoint of man, every day belongs to Jesus. Every moment of every day belongs to Jesus. And teaching from that, that thought, that viewpoint. So there's so much joy. Like I said earlier, it's so much joy when you are learning about the world that God created and you're learning from, from that lens of him creating. He loves us. Christ died for us. That just brings such joy to education. So as you're learning, give him the glory. Give him the glory as you continue to train your children to follow Christ in all of life. Right? This is, well, just, it's just what we're called to do as Christian parents. Just teaching them from this biblical worldview. So I encourage you, don't just slap Bible onto whatever curriculum you find and say that it's Christian and it's good enough. Because, and you can use whatever curriculum you want. Just be aware of the worldview that is coming with that curriculum and make sure your children are aware of it too. Uh, so anyway, that's my encouragement of the day. I hope it uh, gave you something to think about that maybe you hadn't thought about before and encourages you to take a look at where you're at and uh, where your curriculum is at and maybe... Um, examine how your children or you are thinking about things or thinking about the world uh, because it's going to greatly affect your lives, (laughs) your your education, your relationships. It just affects everything. So thank you for joining me today. It was great to be back with you again. I will be back with you again next Tuesday. And um, I hope you have a great week. Fall is here. It's feeling it's long sleeve shirt time. So it's feeling great, and um, I hope enjoy you enjoy this these coming days this week. And we'll see you later. Bye.